हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम टू ऑप्शन गेक दिस इज योर होस्ट विवेक पार्ट टाइम ऑप्शन ट्रेडर एंड फुल टाइम वर्कर हस्बैंड एंड फादर इफ यू आल्सो वांट टू जनरेट कंसिस्टेंट मंथली इनकम ट्रेडिंग ऑप्शंस वाइल वर्किंग इन योर रेगुलर डे जॉब देन जॉइन मी इन दिस जर्नी हेलो एवरीवन एंड थैंक यू फॉर ट्यूनिंग इन टू ऑप्शन गिग पॉडकास्ट This is your host Vivek and I appreciate you joining us today. In today's episode I just want to continue focus on the newbie option traders. Uh, what I mean is those people who have bought and sold stocks but have never done any option trades and my endeavor with this series of episodes is to help them in putting their first option trades. in the previous episode we we talked about the very basics of option trade contract what a call option is what a put option is that's it so if you have not heard through that episode i suggest you go back i think it's um, podcast number 3 and in that podcast i have explained in a plain simple terms what an option contract means what are the key elements inside option contract what are the two basic building blocks of an option contract which is a call option and a put option because these are the foundation concepts that you need to be very clear on before you move forward on your option trading journey okay for now i will assume that you have gone through that episode and you're clear on what a put option contract means today i want to focus on the first strategy which i call it as a transition strategy it is one of the two strategies that i call as a transition strategy because it helps the stock investors or stock traders to transition from just being a purely stock traders to being also an option trader so it helps in the transition process so today i want to look at one of that strategy and that is called cash secured put now let's do a quick recap put is a put option and like we talked about in our previous episode a put option gives the right to put the shares at a strike price on or before the expiry of that option contract so the buyer of the put option gets that right the writer of the put option or the seller of the put option has to buy those those shares which the put option buyer is putting so the seller of the put option has an obligation to receive those shares and to fulfill that obligation the put option seller also gets a premium up front okay now with this basic concept in mind let's build out on our strategy so the cash secured put the option strategy that i want to talk about is for those stock investors or stock traders who are interested in buying let's say 100 shares and we can pick up any 
stock or ETF, any security really doesn't matter. But let's say as a stock investor, you want to buy 100 shares of, uh, I think Roku. Roku is very popular now. It's one of the hot favorites on Robinhood, on Fidelity. So let's take an example of Roku. Say I want to buy 100 shares of Roku. If I'm a purely a stock investor, what I'll do? I'll go, I'll put down Roku is, I guess, close to $140. I'll put down $140 for one share times $114,000 and I'll buy 100 shares of Roku. They, they will appear in my portfolio. That's what I'll do as a purely a stock investor. Now, what I would request you, if you plan to buy Roku, 100 shares of Roku, because you're bullish on Roku, do not buy the stock outright. Do not spend $14,000 outright. What you should do instead is you should go and sell a put option contract of Roku at a strike price of 140. Remember, the buyer of the contract has a right to put the stock or to sell the stock. The seller of a put option contract has an obligation to receive the stock or to get the stock in his portfolio. So if you are bullish on Roku and you want to get Roku stocks in your portfolio, what are you going to do? Are you going to sell a put option contract or are you going to buy a put option contract? Of course, you're going to sell a put option contract so that there is a chance that you will be put that stock and hence you'll get the stock in your portfolio. But the beautiful thing about selling the put option contract is that when you sell that put option contract, you also receive a premium upfront. So by selling a put option contract off Roku at $140 strike price, and let's say uh, the expiration date of this contract is close to 45 days. Uh, maybe right now we are on December. It's let's say January uh, 70th uh, monthly expiration date, which gives close to 40 days. So you sell a put option contract and you collect an upfront premium for that. And if I really look at Roku right now, the premium is almost $9.90. Wow, that's a very juicy premium. So what happens if you enter into this transaction? You sold a put option contract for a strike price of 140, you immediately receive $9.90 in your account. It is almost eight or let's say it's 7% premium just to wait for 40 days, right? So let's now consider a few scenarios and see what happens by January 17th. Let's say by January 17th, Roku hasn't done anything. Stock is still around 140. So what happens? This contract might just expire worthless, but as an option seller, you have retained those $9. So by just selling the put option contract and waiting for 40 days, you have got 7% premium on your investment upfront. I think that's a great deal, 7% in 40 days. 
Roku is rich in premium. Not every ticker is so rich. Uh, norm is maybe around 3%, 3 or 4%. Getting 7, 8, 9, 10% is on one extreme on one end. Getting 1, 2, 3% is another extreme. But yeah, 4, 5%, uh, that can be easily manageable. So Roku stock hasn't done anything 40 days, but you made 7% on your investment upfront. Look at another scenario, let's say Roku goes down and ends up at 135. In that case, if you had just bought the stock at 140, your portfolio would be showing in red because the stock is down by $5 from your initial purchase price. So you bought 100 shares of Roku, your overall portfolio is now at loss of $500. $5 per share, 100 shares, $500 loss. But if you have sold this put instead of buying a Roku stock, even though the Roku stock has come down to $135, you will be assigned the stock at $140. Remember, the buyer of the put option has a right to put the stock at 140. So if the stock is at 135, whoever bought that option contract, put option contract, will exercise its right to put the Roku shares at 140 and you have an obligation to buy the shares at 140. So you will, in your account, you will see that you have got the Roku shares at 140. So the money outgo from your account will be, you know, $14,000. But remember, you had already gotten $9.90 of an initial premium. So in, in effect, your cost basis or your purchase price, the net purchase price of your Roku shares is 140 subtract $9.90 from it, it is $130.10. So even though Roku has gone down by $5, your portfolio is still profitable. For you, the trade is still profitable. Your portfolio is still in green because you got that initial premium which gave you the buffer of almost $9.90. So until Roku falls by more than $9.90, you are safe. Your portfolio is green. But if you had just bought the stock outright, even if Roku falls by a dollar, you start to lose money. Your portfolio is in red immediately. So that is another big advantage of selling a cash secured put over buying a stock outright. That advantage is even if you are wrong in your thesis. Remember, when we started the trade, we were bullish on Roku. But stock did not cooperate. We never know where market is going to go. But if even if we are wrong in our thesis, our option trade still turned out to be profitable. Okay, Let's consider a third scenario that Roku instead of going down by $5, by 17 January, which is my the expiry of a contract, Roku goes up 
by $5. So now the Roku's price is $145. This option contract that you sold at strike price of $140 will expire worthless. Why would that be? Because no one in their right mind would exercise that put option contract to put the stock at 140 when they can actually sell the stock at 145 in open market. Right? So the buyer of the put option contract will not exercise its right to put the stock. So if a buyer of the contract does not exercise its right, the contract will expire worthless. So you will not get the Roku shares in your portfolio. But remember, you got the $9.90. You still you get to retain that $9.90. Isn't that wonderful? That you in all the three scenarios, you still ended up making money even if stock did not cooperate, even if stock did not do anything, it was neutral, and even if stock moved a little bit higher. Now, at the end of January, Roku is 145. If you are still bullish on Roku, what you could do is sell another put on Roku. This time, sell it on 145. And you can then and sell it for the next expiration period and you can rinse and repeat as long as you're bullish on Roku and you have not got the shares in your portfolio. I'm hoping that you're able to understand with this explanation that instead of buying the stock outright, it is always better to sell a put. Now, the good thing about uh, selling a put is even if you have the bare minimum level of option trading privileges enabled on your brokerage account, you could still do it. This is allowed in level one, which is a very basic minimum uh, level of option trading. Also, this strategy is allowed under IRA accounts also. So if you have IRA account and you have enabled option trading in that, you could also do it in IRA account. Alright, so that's all uh, I wanted to cover in this session. Again, this is focused on newbie option trader. If you have never traded options before and you're thinking of buying a stock, instead of buying a stock outright, go ahead and sell a put on that stock. In the end, I want to summarize the takeaways for today is Selling a put is a share acquisition strategy or very similar to buying a stock just that you don't get the stock outright but you take you wait for a certain amount of a period you get a premium that premium amount serves as a buffer even if stock goes down that premium gives you enough buffer so that you don't make losses or even if you make loss you make less loss as compared to if you have bought the stock outright. Since you got a premium, it reduces the cost basis or the cost of owning the shares. And lastly, like I said in the beginning, I consider this strategy as a transition strategy because it helps in transitioning from 
just being a pure stock trader and move on to option trading. If you want to know a little more about this strategy, you can also watch my video on my YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and search for option gate in the search bar. You should be able to reach out to my channel. I will also put a link to my channel as well as to a video on cash secured put in the notes of this particular podcast. But go ahead, subscribe to my channel so that you can get notified whenever I post a new video. Okay, I think that's all for today. Once again, thank you for tuning in and I'll meet you again in next episode. Please note that all the information presented in this podcast is purely for educational purposes and is not a financial or investment advice. I don't know you, you don't know me, so do yourself a favor and don't invest or trade solely based on what you hear.